listening to The Gender Rebels, a question and answer podcast that explores life outside the gender binary. I'm Kathleen, a cis woman and ally. And I'm Faith, a transgender woman. We'll be exploring topics like hormones, surgery, tucking, binding, boys, girls, and everything in between. And if you disagree with us, factually, morally, or scientifically, then you're probably wrong. I have questions for you, Faith. Yeah, what's your question? I feel like watching a TV show. Can we watch a new TV show, please? I feel like watching a TV show, but so many TV shows have trans characters played by cis actors. That's so annoying. Isn't it really <laughs> annoying? I wish someone would, like, fix that. No, well, if there aren't any trans actors, then that's not a problem, right? And if there's no trans people producing TV shows, then I guess we're out of luck. I guess so. guess so. Guys, we have a guest today. Yay! We have Amy. What should we call you? Oh, uh, Amy's good. Amy's good. We have Amy here with us today. Amy, tell us a little about yourself. What do you do? How do you identify? And what are you working on? Oh, cool. Uh, Let's see. What do I do? I am a line producer and a writer and an actor. So it's as a line producer, which is like 90% of my job, I make sure that film and TV comes in on budget. And that everyone is paid. Um. As a writer and an actor, I make weird stuff and then pretend to be things while a camera's pointed at me, and it works like <laughs> Very cool. That sounds like a fun job. Oh, it's I a can't fun decide job. which one sounds harder. They both sound hard. I like that you're the line producer, which I've never known what a line producer does. Oh, yeah. Sounds like kind of like something I would do at my job, <laughs> which is like a boring government job. But... Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's all the budget. It it's all the budget. the budget. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's cool. So, uh, And how do you identify uh, well, let's see. I am a uh, trans woman. Um, when I started working on the show, we didn't really have the word demi-female, but that was kind of where mm. I was in terms of gender identity. And one of the characters, Chris, is very much in that space. Um, at the time, I was presenting very butch. Now I'm like gender f- expression fluid all over the place. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. What kind of prod? What, what do you have going on right now? What's your project? Uh, we make a sitcom called The Switch. Uh, or rather, we've made a sitcom called The Switch. It was mm-hmm. created by and starring trans people. And awesome. uh, it's coming great. out. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's good. It's been well received, and it's coming out on June 12th for pre sale on iTunes, Google Play, Reverie, and Amazon. That's awesome. Um, but, Amy, I want to watch it now. <laughs> yeah, we actually right. tried to Google it. Right like, now. And I we want couldn't to watch it. find, like, and, and we're usually pretty good at the internet, and we could not find episodes to watch, so we're very eager. Where where can we find them, or, or do we have to wait? Yeah, if you want it right away, you can go over to uh, reverie.tv, R-E-V-R-Y.tv. It's, uh, you can get a month of free access, and it's available to stream there, actually. Oh, wow. So oh, for, great. For free. Nice. <laughs> That's the best thing. Um, yeah. Link down below. Because, yes. you know, when trans people are producing great entertainment, I certainly don't want to have to pay for it. No, no. Um, so what's the switch about? Tell us a little bit about about what it what it's about yeah. and what viewers can expect once they go to Reverie and, you know, get some free downloads. Okay. In it, uh, Sue's an IT worker who's moved to Canada to start her, start her new life, and she comes out on the job and then uh, about 24 hours later is unemployed and uh, sleeping on her ex's couch at the unfashionable bottom end of the rabbit hole that is the East Vancouver Queer Underground. Uh, her roommate, oh. played by myself, is up to something desperately illegal <laughs> involving... Well, I mean, it's in our trailer, so her roommate is killing oil lobbyists to claim the carbon offsets to sell to a vegetable co-op that doesn't ask where the carbon offsets come from. 
Uh, yeah. yeah, I love that part in the preview that it's not just a workplace comedy and it's not just like, you know, a, a, a trans girl coming out and figuring out how to navigate life. It's also, oh, by the way, there's eco-terrorism. Yeah, that's like <laughs> that's my thing because what I really love in a TV show, and we can edit this out, but mm-hmm. like some of my favorite shows are like 30 Rock, Community, or Broad City. Mm-hmm. Like, I love a surreal comedy. Mm-hmm. And when I saw the trailer and kind of... I've read about Switch a little bit. I've been like, yes, perfect. This is exactly kind I of up my alley. found what I need. Yeah. <laughs> oh. So we're very eager to watch. Absolutely. So good. we're, mm-hmm. you know, you mentioned a second ago that the response has been pretty good. Uh, that, let's hear about that. What have you heard? But also uh, what we're also interested in hearing about is who have you already pissed off? <laughs> okay, cool. What have you already heard? People watch it. And uh, people under the age of 75 find it very entertaining. Fabulous. Oh, great. That's my, that's my demographic. <laughs> I'm in that group. It's, it's a niche demographic. <laughs> yes, I'm in that demographic for another six months. Aye. Wow. I look great for my age. Uh, you sound good. And have there, has there been any backlash? Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, really? Yeah, just, I mean, it's, the backlash is more on, like, the business end of film. Because we take this thing around to sales events and people watch this and people who watch it are like, man, this is really good. And people actually like are my, my mom's friends who are mostly retired and don't know any trans people walk past, take a look at what my mom's watching and are like, oh, and then they watch it. And then they're like, can I come back next week and keep watching it? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so it, it's very well received. But when we try and take it to, uh, oh yeah, this is good. Uh, trying to take it to like the really really stuffy people who are responsible for sales on most tv networks and they're like mm, this is very niche only trans people will watch things about trans people now admittedly they also think still think that sex in the city is niche insofar as it appeals to women so. <laughs> i mean what are they like 53 percent of the population oh, yeah on. that's just not the uh, the population we want to advertise no. to because yep. i don't know for some reason they just don't have that disposable income yeah oh here's to being in a niche you know, yeah, trans women still like yogurt, so you know right. they've still got those perfect female products to sell to us. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, as far as just like other pushback, like telling people, no, we're going to make this thing, and we're going to be casting five transgender lead actors in it, and people are like that is impossible, and we're like, we've already found three of them locally <laughs> in one city. They're not yeah. that rare. So you've cloned a liver and cough. Yeah, that's correct. <laughs> oh, perfect! She, she's wearing That's a actually, Nyla yeah, Rose we, mask. We, we so. did it all. Sorry, she's wearing a Nyla Rose mask. Uh, Nyla Rose is a professional wrestler. What? Wow. Okay. In the uh, LCW league, she yeah, Nyla the Destroyer at triple uh, dot nativebeast com. Oh wow! Link that's, down below. Yeah, that's going to be interesting. <laughs> we got to check that out. Yeah, she is awesome, um, and she is very funny. And her physical comedy skills are what you'd expect of someone who's used to getting like thrown off of a ring and flipping over and landing on someone with their elbow. Right. Yeah. She knows she, how to land. She knows how to throw herself around. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. That's a good skill to have. Thank you. Um, so, so what surprised? What has surprised you most about launching um, a transgender-related show with trans actors? Hmm. About launching it, eh? Um, or, or developing the, the it. Creation. Developing the process. Mm-hmm. The yeah. amount of community support that we got actually was was just incredible. Oh. Um, mm-hmm. n- normally, something like this would be like you know web length super super low budget but people came out and um contributed their time for somewhere between way below what they normally getting paid and volunteer 
Um, people wow, gave us wow. food. We got free fridges to put the food in. People prepared what? the food. We got gear. We nearly we, we got an interesting report from our electrician that said, "Hey, this this warehouse that you've rented to shoot it in, if you like run the power here here at more than like forty percent, you might burn the whole place down." <laughs> so we went to a film gear rental place and we're like, hey guys, um, we need different lights. Hey, you know those lights that are perfect perfect for sitcoms are really <laughs> expensive? Those use less electricity <clears throat> and they, they gave them to us. Oh, Everyone wow. just really went the extra mile, cis and trans people. It was amazing. That's amazing. That's so wow. cool. Yeah. Wow. That's the good kind of surprise. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, would, I was worried it'd be the opposite kind of story. I'm like, well... Nope. Those lights aren't going to work for you. I guess you'll be shooting in the mm-hmm. dark, sister. Yeah. Yeah. Nope. Wow. Nope, no problem. People here in Vancouver have been fantastic. People regularly ask us what's up with the show. Yeah. We've been very fortunate and are very grateful. That's very cool. So I have a question. Uh, what would you say, you know, we're, we've seen some trans representation in the movies already and uh, and a couple of TV shows. We, we've seen plenty of tragedies telling the the transgender experience what are your thoughts about the role of comedy in telling (laughs) in telling this uh trans representation so there's this arc in terms of the representation of marginalized groups in on Mm -hmm. screen um and you're going to start out with your documentaries and your news pieces and then you're going to get into your really like fairly still downer dramas that are still super super indie then you're going to get into your mainstream dramas and then maybe some biopics and that's where a lot of trans representation is right now. Um, right. The Danish girl, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, that's like, that's, that's actually quite a bit of progress. Um, mm-hmm. And at the same time during this, you're going to see people starting to make independent things, um, mm-hmm. which are boundary pushing, but also don't have major studios behind them. And we wanted to see it actually kind of, we wanted to skip ahead about 25 years. Yes. Because... Mm-hmm. Um, down the road, you start to see comedies, and then you start to see like science fiction and mysteries and whatever. You start to see genre, mm-hmm. right? Being able to push it into the genre of comedy means that the focus is no longer on, oh man, trans, just the trans. That's all we need to carry something. There's nothing else. It's so strange to like, hey, right. it's a bunch of trans people are being goofy. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. That's- no, you're right. I think I had recently heard a discussion about, you know, about the entire LGBT community, but in the case of gays getting representation, like first there had to be these hideous dramas of where you learned that they're real people with real problems like Philadelphia, and then years later you get around to Will and Grace, and now we just have characters who happen to be gay and it's actually not really a thing. Yep. Yes. So good. Let's get onto the comedy steps. Let's move mm-hmm. it along. Good job. Yeah. Cheers. So, what do you want? What do you want people to take away from from Switch when they watch it? More than anything else, I want people to laugh because it's funny. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's really all you need. That's, I guess that's yeah. it. Yeah. Do you feel like you're educating people, or do you do you feel like that's been done, or you don't need to do that? Educating people. Well, yeah. The the edu- the education. First of all, there's a there's a subtle part of it, which when they see comp a comedy or any kind of genre with trans people they're like oh i guess trans people are just regular people even in fiction <laughs> and there's there's a certain amount of education that happens with the story like in um whether it's the wire or breaking bad if people start using a term on television people will start googling it right 
Mm -hmm. In the Switch, we talk about that a lot, like identification, immigration, trans people in sports, trans people in the school system, dealing with harassment at work, going on a date while trans and then the medical system. And people see this and they're like, oh, is, 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 that, is that really a thing? And people start having conversations about it. That's it. Mm -hmm. That's how you normalize them. Make them laugh and then they'll, they'll, the they'll, they'll worry. But yeah, they'll get the information on their own. Yeah. All right. Cool. Awesome. And uh, Faith, you, it looks like you have one more yeah, question on this. Yeah. Are you, do you still LARP? <laughs> You're damn skiffy, I do. Awesome. <laughs> so this is, this is sort of a question because like, I'm a big geek. Yeah. And I think you've got, do you mind? Do you mind me calling you? You seem like you've got a bit of a geeky background. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, I'm all about like, I, I was, I was a, a geek before geeks called themselves geeks. Nice. Okay, cool. <laughs> so why so why do you think people are so down on role playing games? Because like I played role playing games um when I was younger and I'm like I'm like still trying to find like a good group of people to play them with. Okay. Mm -hmm. And uh why do you think like society is so down on role playing games? Because I think it's like imaginative, it's fun. It's community. It's community, yeah. Well, uh think about what our society considers to be like legitimate forms of entertainment. Um mm. Sports, right? Sports, yeah. yeah. Uh, especially, especially in the United States, football. So it's like it's full contact. It's guys mm. pretending not to be staring at the guy's ass and tights right in front of them. Right. It's super competitive and so on. And, this is, and you know, if you want to, like, show, be a giant football geek and show up in the winter with no shirt on and painting your chest blue if you're a dude, mm -hmm. people are like, oh, okay, you're a really dedicated sports fan. And the further away you get from hobbies that, replicate this idea of america mm -hmm. <laughs> the more people denigrate them yeah that's true that's it and i've always thought yeah why like every time there's a we ride the subway every time there's like a rangers game or something there's like fifty thousand people with like rangers jerseys on yeah and that's cool but like one person wears a, a jedi robes to watch a star wars movie and like people are like that's a little weird right call the call the po call the tv station yeah. yeah let's yeah. get some cameras out for these crazy nuts so <laughs> how is your how is your kind of geeky mindset sort of brought into the switch how do you kind of merge your creativity with that oh man there there are a lot of geek references um <laughs> we have video game references and i think every episode okay and not like off the cuff screw y'all Big Bang Theory, we're going to make fun of geeks while trying to sell this to geeks. Yeah. It's just like, no, these people just video game, and here's a video game reference. Like, here's Sue's mm -hmm. Princess Peach. Yeah. Here's people, or board game references. It was, really, it was really a real privilege to be able to work on something where it's just like, no, here's geek culture mm -hmm. from a, sort of like an anti-oppression lens. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right. So for any of our listeners who, you know, might be LGBTQ, and they're thinking, you know, I want to make a movie or a series based on my writing, what's, what's kind of your advice to them? Hmm. Okay. Um, go find other people in indie media and find out how they did it. Mm -hmm. Um, because they will very readily say how they got things done. Um, the price of materials to get things done continues to fall. Yeah. So, like Tangerine shot in an iPhone, right? I mean, yeah. Also recorded with a professional sound person with fifty thousand dollars of gear, but shot on an iPhone <laughs> with an iPhone. Yeah. <laughs> Those barriers are falling, making sure that you don't screw up anything that's too important. I'm trying to think of where to start with this. If you wanna if yeah. you wanna tell your own stories, go go learn about it. Go go learn about it. Go study 
how other incredibly cheap filmmakers got stuff done, whether that's mm-hmm. taking a look at Primer or um, El Mariachi or Tetsuo the Iron Man or looking at all these web series, um, people are very happy to share how they do things. Um, secondly, cool. you can go and get an, uh, a film education for not a lot of money. Um, so I live in Vancouver, and there's this place called Vancouver Film School that will charge you at least $30,000. Hmm. But for $30,000, you can make a feature. In fact, we have made a feature for less than $30,000, and it's won awards. Mm-hmm. It's called Floating Away. And you can go and if you can take a couple of, if you have the money to take a couple community college courses on film mm-hmm. production methods, that'll teach you a huge amount if you want to go and volunteer on film shoots through Craigslist, um, not only will okay. you learn a lot and be able to pick people's brains all day, you will probably wind up with paid employment within the year from that. Wow. Oh, cool. Versus wow. going to school for a year, right? I mean, and they'll mm-hmm. feed you. The, th- the other thing I tell people is that making TV is, is actually, th- there's a reason that television is typically so mainstream, perhaps even more so than movies, and that is the investment of time to make something along um, makes it very difficult to run off of favors. Mm. Uh, okay. It's very, it's an expensive medium. Um, uh, you can shoot a short, you can get your friends to show up, um, on the weekend to shoot a short film over two days and people show up and they go back to work and they mm-hmm. don't, they're not missing out on any income. But when you're shooting uh, a TV show, let's say a half hour TV show, you're looking at about, in our case, 27 days. Yeah. And you can't just keep picking up gear 27 weekends in a row. That's, that actually gets very expensive. You can't just rent a yeah. space for 27 weeks. You have to shoot it all at once, which means people have to yeah. miss work, which means you have to find some way of, of bringing people in. TV is, if you can shoot something in a medium that's cheaper than television, do so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Often people come in and they want to start off the bat with a television series. And it's, it's just that, that is the hardest medium to get into. Yeah. Huh, okay. So it makes sense to actually sort of learn on a short film. That like that's the time yeah. and place to learn, make yeah. your mistakes or totally. figure things out. Yeah. Learn while doing before you try to bite off a the expensive. Yeah, thing. let's do twenty seven episodes of a forty four minute drama. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much, and make sure your sound is good. Those are the two things. Oh that's, yeah, that's with fifty thousand dollars worth of sound. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that sounds perfect. Of yeah. Course. Well, I mean, what I'm what I'm recording this on right now. I mean, if you, it's an H four M recorder and uh, a lav mic which we had to buy new because we were in a rush, and you can get the whole thing for about 300 bucks. That's not oh, bad. Wow. No. Yeah, and they're not, they're not crazy difficult to use. It's, no. you know, there's YouTube tutorials and uh, play around with it. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's so great. This is so exciting. Yeah. Are you crazy excited? You've got to be excited out of your mind. Y- yeah. Uh, can I plug one thing before I go? Absolutely, yeah. Okay, cool. Um, you can look up us on, let's see, uh, YouTube and Instagram and Facebook and Twitter, all of these things are We Love the Switch. We Love the Switch. Awesome. There's links down below. Yes. Mm -hmm. Everything's there. All right. Fantastic. Thank you. Thank you so much, Amy, for joining us. We really appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah. Any final thoughts? Uh, Yeah. uh, We're us here at Trembling Void making the switch, and a lot of other people are working towards changing how trans people uh, are represented in television, as well as trans people intersecting with other marginalized groups. And uh, thanks to support like this, we can be successful. That's awesome. Absolutely. We all got to support each other. Yeah, I'm super looking forward to this because it's like transy, geeky, funny. This is like, it's like you're you're basically trying to like hook me as the (laughs) ultimate viewer. 
<laughs> so thank you for making a show that that caters to my exact needs. Just right. Yes. For faith. <laughs> <laughs> and probably for quite a lot of people out there. I'm so I'm really excited to see this. Yeah. Wonderful. Wonderful. Well, thank you. Thank you so much yeah. again for thank, joining us. Thank you so much, Amy. Oh, and I hope you. we can talk with you again soon. All right. Yeah. I'm looking forward to it. Perfect. Right. Thanks. Have a great night. You too. Thanks again for listening to The Gender Rebels. Please send your questions to questions at genderrebels.com. If you like us, please leave a five-star review on iTunes. That makes it easier for other people to find us. Music for The Gender Rebels is by Jasper the Colossal. Find the link down below or download them on iTunes today. And for more of The Gender Rebels, visit our website, genderrebels.com. Gender Rebels is a Comeback Sync production. Copyright 2017. All rights reserved. And to all you Gender Rebels out there, keep rebelling. Bye! Yeah. Yeah. So for any of our listeners out there who, you know, are LGBTQ on the spec, you know, I don't want to say on the spectrum. It's not on the spectrum. It's not a spectrum. Different thing. For any of our, (laughs) I'm going to, we're going to edit this. Um, For any of our listeners who, you know, might be LGBTQ and they're thinking, you know, I want to make a movie or a series.